welcome to One Size Fits All, the podcast where we talk a little bit about everything and a lot about nothing. We're your hosts, Chris and Rachel, and today is episode three. Woohoo! We're going to talk about the popo. The what? The popo. What's the popo? Law enforcement. Oh, gotcha. The police. Okay. Right. Isn't that the correct term? The police, policemen, police women, police people, sheriff, sheriff, detectives, conservation officer, DNR. There's a lot of them. There's a lot, actually, when you start thinking about it. It was in the media quite a bit in the past last year, 2020. Two years, really, I would Two say. Years. Yeah. 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 Yes. For a while now. A lot of hatred, a lot of bad stuff, like a lot of negativity. So let's get right into it. All right, let's go. Maybe we should get some cool theme music there. Okay, so start off is, let me ask you a question. Do you personally, have you ever had an issue with law enforcement? Uh, Well, I've been pulled over before. You have? Were you doing something wrong? Yes. Okay, so why were you pulled over? Well, the first time, speeding. That was bad. And then the second time, speeding. Huh. Third time, speeding. Seeing a constant theme here. I have been pulled over by DOT, Department of Transportation Officers, when I was doing nothing wrong. But they do that because truckers, right? It's a little bit different of a standard as driving, right? They have... They yeah. try to get you guys because it's a little tougher of violations and stuff. They, You're they, professionals. It's... Uh, quote unquote random. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Much and, like us, random. Right. Yeah, they have a little more authority. They don't have to have reasonable cause to pull you over in a semi. Okay. So, but any interaction that you've had with police has been a justified interaction, you would say. They had probable cause to pull you over. Like, for example, failing to stop at a stop sign. Yeah, that that's one of them. Yes. Good times. Yeah, yeah usually it's something that I caused the interaction so, knowingly or unknowingly. Um, not always, though. I, I can say I've falsely been pulled over for something one time in the semi-truck that I wasn't doing, at least not at that time. Oh, okay. Not going to admit to that, huh? <laughs> um, but let, let's take the scope even away from the truck. As far as your... Most people, right, don't drive a truck. Most average people don't have those interactions with the DOT. But as a civilian, as a typical person driving your vehicle, every interaction you've had has been a justified interaction. Absolutely. Okay. Have you ever felt that in those interactions with police, they were um, too harsh? They were forward. They were just over the top doing their job in a way that was offensive to you in any manner? I think... Some of them might have been more aggressive than need be, but I maintained calm and polite, and it ended up fine and friendly. Okay. So, a big word being thrown around nowadays is the word oppression. We feel oppressed. And part of that is coming in with our police. They say the police oppress, especially black people, but that all people do get oppressed because police now have this... As people, we've made this ideology with police in general that they have too much authority, too much power, and that we should strip them of that power because of what they do. Um, 
a big thing, you know, a couple years ago. Has it been a couple years already? Uh, the death of George Floyd happened. Year and a half, two years ago? Wow, time's going by fast. This was an unfortunate incident, right? I mean, I don't think that that officer that day planned to take anybody's life. I don't think that was his intention when he started his workday. But aside from the death of George Floyd, because that's what everyone goes back to, we need to go back a little further. We need to remember one very important thing with police. Every day, they put on that uniform and risk their lives for the safety of our world around us, for the safety of ourselves, for the safety of others with us, right? They know they could leave their house, leave their families, and they may not come back. And I think we've almost forgotten that that's exactly what these men and women do every single day. We treat them more like just a hired hand and more like they're in our way. They don't allow us, you know, we got pulled over for speeding. We got pulled over for this and that. You're doing something wrong. It's their job to maintain that order. And that's what they're doing. Well, and they don't make the laws. They're just there to enforce them, whether they agree with them or not. You know, that it, it, and to some point it's just a job, just like a cashier or anything that, you know, there's policies in a store where the cashier might not agree with the policy, you know, completely, but still has to go with it for whatever their store policy is. Right. True. And, and I think that happens with police often. And, but yet we're personalizing the interaction with that police. Let's say they're enforcing something that's ridiculous. All the parties involved at that point know it's ridiculous, but that's the law. That's the policy. Right. 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 And you're right. Exactly that. They don't write the laws. They are enforcing it. And we forget that. We're like, oh, can't you just do this? No, that's then they're not doing their job. Right. I want you to do your job. Yeah. Everybody should do their job wholeheartedly. Obviously, if it goes against religious and, and things like that, that's a whole nother topic. But, right. Um, For another day. It, right. But they, yeah, I mean, they're just doing a job. They they're trying to get a paycheck just like you and I. And they're well, I would agree with that, but I think for most people, also, there's a, a rewarding factor to being a police officer or a detective or a DNR person, right? Because there is a sense of pride that comes with that. You put that on and you have on that sheriff badge, right? It does something to you. You are there to defend and to protect, and there's, there's just a sense of pride and warmth almost that kind of comes with that. And I think that well, a lot of people who didn't do the academy would agree with that. Well, and I think that plays into even our last episode, you know, just like a teacher, I don't want a teacher there just for money. I don't want a exactly. police officer there just for money. Right. Absolutely I don't, not. I don't think anybody should do something just for money. I, I think you should want to do whatever it is you do in your career. I think overall that's good for everybody. For yeah. Yeah. Um, but you brought up George Floyd and, you know, and he got convicted and, and all that. And it, but like you said, I don't think the intent was there originally in the day. He didn't wake up knowing he was right. going to kill George Floyd. Um, and, and there's all kinds of circumstances there just cause there's a guilty verdict doesn't mean that it's the same as me waking up and deciding to stab somebody you That'd know, in cold blood. Right. You know, when I think too, I mean, I, we've had multiples of these incidents and set off, but George Floyd really hit a mark with our country and really changed the direction we saw it. We now have places, right. That want to de 
de-police themselves? Is that the word? Defund, I think. Defund the police, right? Yeah. Um, We even had a whole place, was it out in Washington or uh, something like that, where they had no police, right? The people ran the city. They made their own gardens, right? They kind of, they didn't allow police in for any effort. They kind of had like so many blocks of space. Oh, you're talking about Portland? That's what it, Portland, Oregon. Thank you. I couldn't remember. So here's the thing, okay? No matter whether you're a policeman, a teacher, a truck driver, a, you know, whatever, there are good and bad to everything. Nobody is perfect. We live in a fallen world, my friends. So we have to remember that when we come to issues, even like the George Floyd incident, okay? In the moment, maybe yes, his adrenaline was rushing things, but you also have to remember, we don't see it through their eyes. They have a different way of looking at it than what we do out looking in. Same goes with any of these incidents we've had over the past year. And I also got to say, we highlight a lot of the injustices in our world, especially with police, when it deals with a black person getting involved. But I got to tell you, I've seen plenty of videos where it's quite the opposite. I watched one that was 12 minutes long of a white man in almost the exact same incident, similar to what George Floyd went, and that, that man died as well. Yes, there was other issues with this man and stuff. Right. But you never hear about it. We unjustly do this in our nation, I think. Well, and there, that's a big topic right there is racism. And is it really there? I think it's a factor. I, But it, it's, I really think it's a rare thing as far as the police interaction or a George Floyd incident. I I think that's the Which rarity. Which is rare, by the way, right? I, yeah, it's not super rare. And, but then we also highlight the things like, um, Ferguson, Missouri, Mm -hmm. a few years ago, and we highlight this interaction where, you know, there's riots and everything else that's not going to solve anything. No. But then when it comes out in the end and all the facts are out there and the police was in the correct, you know, line of action there. You never hear about that afterwards, no. and nobody goes back and corrects what was said for months and months on end. Or well, because the... then they, part of it, I think, is because then you can't justify your own action, right? If you're you're looting, you're rioting, you're protesting, doing all these things, and you find out that you're wrong, well, then you yourself have to admit your own negative interaction of what you've done. Which, by the way, people, rioting, looting, all this stuff, what a waste of your time and effort. That is, first of all, not solving anything that you're trying to get solved. Second of all, it's illegal. It is against the law. You yourselves are committing a crime. I don't care what Black Lives Matter said. That's a whole nother discussion. But my friends, that does nothing. And you are responsible for yourself. Don't do that kind of crap. It just makes you look worse than you already are. And you're just tearing up your own community anyways. You're- well, that, that was the debate too. A lot of people were being brought Brought in in. from outside the community just to riot. That's sad to me that we've come to this place in our world and time that we're willing to pay people and to bring people in from other places and say, hey, we want you part of this demonstration. Do whatever you want to do. Just make make a loud noise. Let's make this as bad as possible. That's the world we have come into now. And that's sad to me. You know, we watched with our son the entire series of Andy Griffith. I'm sure most of you out there know who Andy Griffith is. Love that show. Classic. But Andy Griffith in the show is the town sheriff, right? What do you see in Andy Griffith? Patience, kindness. Good thought process, right? He's looking at all angles. He listens to everybody's things. But what do you see from the people to the sheriff? Respect. Respect. Right. For sure. And, you know, and justice, like, 
if he had to, he was going to serve justice, but in a calm, professional way. Yeah. There was even one point he put Aunt B in a cell because he was pretty sure she had done wrong. And it didn't matter that it was his aunt, right? We have to remember that they still have a job to do, right? But we should be giving them respect. I don't understand why we disrespect people. And here's what I find ironic. You want to disrespect police officers as a whole, as a whole entity, not one, but the entire police, because one policeman did something you feel is unfair. That That's kind of like blaming me because the truck driver cut you off. Right. I, I didn't do that to you. Right. And I'm trying to transport freight in a responsible way most of the time. Right. It, <laughs> right. It's you're placing the blame at the wrong place. Okay. But Again, yes, there are bad policemen. I agree. And, and we and we work hard to take those police out. That's yes. what these trials are. And when they come up and and they're and with video cameras and all this that right, we have everybody body cameras has, now. yeah, they're being held to accountable way more than even 10, 15, 20 years ago. Absolutely. So there is in but yet all of a sudden everybody acts like it's this. It's everywhere. It's not. It's just the few instances that are happening is being caught. Well, and we now live in a society where you can see things in real time. We have media that blasts all this stuff. And when that's all you hear, you assume that that's the common factor. Right. And my experience, it's not. Now, I am a white guy. No, you're white. Oh, now the people know. I know, right? Like you couldn't tell. <laughs> you redneck. <laughs> right? But... but it it's when you okay i i don't know where i was gonna go go ahead okay so you you brought it up earlier an important word that we have to i think define here is the word racism what that really is right now there are people who unjustly prejudicially treat others with disrespect and things like that based on how you look now here is something i'm gonna tell you i grew up in a completely white neighborhood I can remember exactly when the first black family moved in and it was chaos in our little town because it's not something I dealt with. I did not deal with black people. I don't recall watching hardly that many even on television. It was not commonplace for me, okay? So I didn't really know how to treat them. But here's something I've learned growing up in the places we've lived. We've lived clear in the one part of Indianapolis and then we moved back north. But something I've learned, I... I will treat you based on a couple things. One, how you treat me. If you treat me disrespectfully, if you treat me with contempt and rudeness, it's hard for me to want to treat you with respect and love and care. It makes it harder. The other thing is we talk about the culture and the influence that has. Let's just be honest. If you're driving in a hoopty car with the taillight blown out, loud music blaring, and you got your dreadlocks flying, and you got cigarette hanging out of your mouth and it's questionable of your intentions you're just you're you're describing my younger days driving a hoopty oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no not quite not oh, quite okay. no but you see we think that that stuff doesn't matter but it does because culture does impact who you become right well and and we have to define racism and, and separate it from prejudice of course we're visual beings. We look at each other. We we see things. We see differences. We see similarities. 
all these things that we're aware of in our environment. So of course, when you look at somebody new, you're going to tell what color they are, what race they are, what kind of clothes they're wearing. That, that That's going to occur. That's right. just a factual thing. And you, of course, have some prejudices based on your experiences throughout your whole life, whatever that is, whether it's you the way you're raised or the and jobs or, or interactions in cities, whatever, you know, you're going to have these prejudices that doesn't make you a racist. Right. I agree. And I think we've, we've taken that too far. What racism is, is way being taken too far. You know, what's funny is, um, I've heard of a black guy say I got pulled over and he was complaining about the police. And then the guy asked him this question. He says, why did the cop pull you over? And do you know what his reply was? That didn't matter. See, and that's wrong. It does matter. We tend to think that we only pull the negative stuff, but a lot of times there's actual justified reasons for what's going on, but we almost put that out of the discussion in the box because of maybe what happens next, right? Um, it, it just shocks me how we have just this lack of our respect for our law enforcement anymore. Now, I have an aunt who works for the Indiana State Police, okay? And... I guess in my head, I was just brought up because partly because of that, of just a respect for our officers. Now I've been pulled over. I've sped previous in my life before I met Christ, forgive me. But you know, that cop has every right to pull me over. He can choose to ticket me or not to ticket me. That's his, that's his prerogative, right? But absolutely had every right to pull me over. And usually when the cop knocks on your door, when the cop pulls you over, not always, but I would say a good portion of the time, there is a justified reason for it. Stop worrying about maybe the interaction, how you talk to the cop. Let's go back to that point. Did he have a right to pull you over? There was a big video that was going around Facebook a couple weeks ago, a white lady, okay? And the cop pulled her over because she had an expired plate, pulls her over. She refused to give her license, her registration. She's like, well, you have no right to pull me over. Well, that's wrong. I do have a right. He was very calm. He was very honest. The thing is, she what she said got me. I'm entitled to not give you anything. And then she used a few expletives I will not repeat. When did we become that disrespectful to our law enforcement that that's acceptable behavior? Right. Even the one instance I got pulled over actually in Michigan by state police, I was in a bobtail semi-truck, so no trailer. And I got pulled over for being on my phone. Now, my phone sits down on a cup holder. And at that time, I worked for a company totally allowed, so could use the phone um, with Bluetooth device, right? So I have a headset, that kind of thing. My phone always sits down on the cup holder or on the dash there. I don't you know, I'm not touching it going down the road. And I know I wasn't at that point. And the cop pulled me over solely for the reason that I was on my phone. And, but I was polite, calm. Yes, sir. No, sir. Explain the situation. He had me looking through my phone, trying to find my phone records, which on that phone, I couldn't figure out. I'm this old guy, not really old, but <laughs> you know, I just couldn't figure it out. I had no idea how to look that up. But, in, you know, and this went on for about 10 minutes and he was sure that he saw me on the phone and I was sure he didn't. And it irritated me. I, I was angry about the interaction. 
but I still stayed calm, collected. And if he was going to give me the ticket, he was going to give me the ticket and then I'll take care of it in court later. Now he did let me go and I was on my way because I convinced him in a polite manner that I really wasn't. So, and I think that has a lot to do with it is whether it's right or wrong that they pulled you over or even having an interaction with you in the first place, stay calm. Even if they're in the wrong, even if the police are in the wrong, respect the the justice system that we do have right. for all the flaws it has. It's still in place and fight it later. Mm -hmm. It's not worth your life, as a lot of people would say, yeah. you know, don't fight it in the in that moment. If you're scared for your life, then that's even more reason to stay calm and polite and you know, and make sure not to irritate the person holding the gun. Right. And, and as a reminder, right? Okay. Do you really want to irritate the person who has deadly force? You know, I mean, it just kind of, to me, doesn't seem like the smartest thing. Yeah. To do. I, and I guess and maybe it is different. Maybe it's a culture difference. Maybe it is a skin color difference. But I, I, I don't think it has anything to do with skin color. I think it has everything to do with culture. And we feel that if you're a certain skin color, you have to live up to a certain culture. Well, I think it's even more beyond that. I think it goes back to good old fashioned obedience. I mean, the cop tells you to please step out of the car, put your hands on the hood. What should you do? You should step out of the car and put your hands on the hood, right? It's that simple, but we don't even see that anymore. People instead want to have their two cents heard and not obey. You have time after the fact to talk to the officer. Okay, but the officer needs to make sure he's safe to do his job to make sure you're safe, because believe it or not, they will push you out of the way of an oncoming car to save your life. Well, even something as simple, turn your dome light on when he's pulling you over, like as you're pulling over to the side, turn your flashers on, yes. pull over as far as you can to the right side of the road for safety, you know, and and do these things, have your hands up on the, on wheel, the wheel where they can see you have your license easily, you know, ready to go. Don't be reaching for your license, by the right. way, as the don't officer's walking up to you. Right. And it has, there again. Because they don't know who you are. They exactly. don't have a clue. They don't really care who you are. Or who's in the car with you, right? right? They don't know that. And that's what we have to remember. They're going, walking into every interaction blindly. Even if they have information about the people they're pulling over, it's still a blind thing, right? They don't know what they're going to come up against. Um, It, it breaks my heart seeing these cops that get shot, seeing these cops that their life is taken simply because people just want to, and I get it, if, if you're in the wrong, you don't want to be caught. And I get that, you know, they're doing wrong, so they don't want to be caught. But to me, there are so many people that just don't even want to deal with it. And and I don't get that. But but even then, you don't want to be caught. Is it worth your life? Whatever it is you did. Apparently you, to you, some people you it is. You've got pot or crack right. or whatever it is in your back seat. You know, or you got a warrant out for your arrest and they're going to arrest you. Is that worth dying over? You know, I, I don't think me, so. but then again, I don't have that in my back seat. Exactly. You know, and I think that there's also that as well. If you don't want to be in those situations, don't do that lifestyle that leads to a lot of those interactions. Well, right. There's consequences. Whatever choices you're making in life will forever, you know, dictate the rest of your life too. Right. So you make bad choices or you make in, you know, criminal actions happening, you're always going to have that risk and that that guilt or that 
you know, that feeling of not being caught, you don't want to right. be caught in the back of your mind. That's a horrible way to live. Right. There's a weight that comes with that, right? You're always on the run. And you can't really live life because you're you're focused on that. And and to bring it back to the the law enforcement themselves, you know, and they are doing a job. And I do think we need to teach respect to that office, you know, to that position. Well, that, I mean, heck, let's let's take it even further. Why don't we in driver's staging teach a kid what to do when they're pulled over so that they would be aware? Because how many kids don't even know well, any of that? You know, it, we, we, we don't we, we don't give any of that. Oh. Right. And that that's probably driver's ed isn't even required. Like it's here not anymore. No, in Indiana. Nope. You know, so there's half these people don't have a clue how to even drive, let alone how to get pulled over. That's kind of sad. But just just respect in general for police. If if now we have to trust police first, assume they're good people. And just like I assume all people are good people until they tell me otherwise. Right. You don't go, you don't go into, you know, the doctor and, and you question everything and you disobey what he's telling you, right? You're going to trust his advice because you trust who he is. That's probably a bad example. Bad example. Okay. <laughs> well, my point is that, right. You say trust first until well, you're given that, right? Well, well that's true. Right. But it, it's, we talk about racism. There's a perfect example, right? Uh, a black person doesn't want me to look at them and see that they're black and decide, oh, they're some kind of criminal or something like that by looking at them. Neither does a cop. If he's dressed in his blue uniform, you know, he doesn't want to be judged solely just on that. Right. right? Not it, every officer is the, the officer that was involved it's, in George The Floyd. word wouldn't be racism, but it's still that prejudice. It's a prejudice, yes. Right? Now, there's good prejudice. There's bad prejudice. And... It, of course, like I said earlier, we're going to have some thoughts in our mind just from whatever our past experiences is, but also what you've been told, if the media constantly is telling you, hey, people in blue act this way, mm -hmm. then you're going to start believing that and you're going to have that prejudice as soon as you see that. Right. Because Or the same thing if we see the rioters and all they showed was black people, which they didn't. No. But if that was the case... We would have a prejudice against right. black you, people. You, it's a trained bias that happens because we are now bombarded with all this information, especially from the media, right? And if the media opened up the night and said we had yet another police shooting and that's all they said, you assume that it's always the police in the wrong because they're not always giving you enough information to figure that out, right? The news is no longer the news. And <laughs> so that, which is a whole nother topic for another day, but it's amazing to me how far we've come with that. You know, I, we grew up in a world where there was just this general respect and almost love for police officers. And that's just gone by the wayside so much in the past couple of years. You know, I was pulled over not that long ago for a, my headlight, uh, the beam went out when I went from high beam to low beam. Cop turned around, saw his lights come on. I pulled over. He came up and he goes, Miss, do you know why I pulled you over? I said, no, I really don't. I know I wasn't speeding. He goes, no, you were not speeding. He goes, but when you flipped off your lights, I saw your beam go out. And I said, oh man, I, I just bought headlights. I haven't changed them. Not a problem. He took my information. I gave it to him. He went back, came back. He goes, I'm, I'm not going to ticket you or anything, but you do need to get that fixed. I said, not a problem, sir. I will take care of that. And, and then I stopped and I says, you know what, sir? 
thank you for informing me of that and pulling me over and making me aware of that so I could take care of that. And I thanked him for his service. And he stopped, Chris, and he looked at me and he goes, thank you. You could just see it, just that, well, that moment. And, and that's something they're not, they don't feel appreciated enough. They're not there, hopefully not just there for the paycheck. No. They're there for you. Yes. You know, they, they want the world to they be a better want place. To be helped. Now, a little small little story I have. So Minecraft, of course, that's where my brain goes. Naturally. Own a server, survival. So we have these banners you can make, and we have the Blue Lives Matter flag, and we had the the yeah, and the and the, the fire fight the one, police lives, the, police the blue one, one and, and the, the red one, right. right? That's all we had. We had the American flag, the blue one, and the red one. So firefighters, police and america and we had a new member come on who we didn't know you know we have some random people come on and immediately started calling me racism because of the blue one had no problem with the red one or the american or the american one for that matter and this this was a canadian too but you know and immediately started calling me racist i'm not racist at all you know and that police flag is not there for that, but that's just a small little instance of that. We got to get rid of that. We have yes. to respect all people, yes. no matter who they are, no matter what their career. Yes. So, yeah, there you go. That's what we're, we were really on our mind today. If you have interactions with the law enforcement, we ask you just be respectful, listen intently, obey with what they're asking, and remember that they are there for your community and for you. Okay, so we thank you for listening to our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed our fervor and uh, we will see you next time on One Size Fits All. Thank you, police.